Hey everybody, this episode of The Horror Show is brought to you by Eric Whitman, Matt Zaplicki, Photo Winter, and Matt Henry. Thank you all so much. Those guys donated over at patreon.com slash I hate horror. So if you can support monetarily, go there. Also, big announcement, our shirts are up for sale, store.ihatehorror.com. Um, we've got some special packs with all the Patreon stuff, which um, the price is a little bit higher because it is supposed to be exclusive just for Patreon members. So sorry about that. But if you do want that stuff um, before it goes away forever, that's the best way to do it. And all of that money, it's not like we're being greedy. I'm trying to get all that money. Um, everything we sell from now until October 4th uh, is all going to Joe because he's having a baby. It's due October 4th. So um, that's the reason we're doing that. So go pre-order a shirt, store.ihatehorror.com. The design is awesome by Drug Dogs. Um, It's such a cool shirt. It's going to be two-color for the first time. Um, And we're really excited about this shirt, man. It's going to be awesome. So please make sure you pre-order. I say it later on, but like especially if you're like extra small, small, large, double XL and plus, um, just make sure you get that in. Cause we're going to order less of those shirts, um, outside of like, I mean, really like medium to extra large is really what people buy afterwards. And we're not even going to buy that many extra. So just make sure if you want one, you get this order in, uh, pre-orders, cl- uh, we're going to shut down August 6th, which is a Sunday, I think. Yes. August 6th. Um, so make sure you get those orders in. Um, and that's really it guys. This episode is very special. We have our interview with Corey Taylor here. Um, it's a long episode cause of the interviews about a half hour. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy that. It was awesome. Also <laughs> just a quick note. This episode goes off the rails so fucking bad. I don't know what it was. It, it must've been the interview throwing us off. I don't know. But it is so, so off the rails, which is crazy because next week's episode, Dawn of the Dead, is like the most on the rails we've ever been in our lives. Like it is the most like profound episode we've ever done. Um, So uh, if you hate us going off the rails, probably going to skip this. Probably going to skip this one. Um, But if you like it, then you're going to love this one. So guys, enjoy this episode episode we really liked it um trick-or-treat trick-or-treat i get frustrated with it by at the end but you know what you want to know something i fucking love this movie now i do i do i sound like i hate it i don't i've been thinking about it all weekend and i fucking love it so so guys enjoy this uh the interview with Corey taylor's fucking awesome it's right on right at the beginning of this we we go straight into it basically um enjoy that Corey taylor from slipknot and stone sour such a fucking awesome guy like dude so awesome the whole team was awesome it it was great it was awesome so enjoy that and enjoy our episode on trick or treat
Hello everybody and welcome to the Horror Show, a show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. I'm Paul. So before we kick this episode off, Joe and I had a, had a little encounter in Hartford recently. We did. I wasn't sure if it was going to go through, so we never promoted it <laughs> ever. Like a good I wasn't show. sure it was going to go through, like literally until it was over. Right. Like as it was happening, I was worried right. the guy would just be like, "All right, get the fuck out of here." I know that's why so much shit like happened I going know. into and it. And I want to tell the story. Should we save this? Should we save it for later? Or later? Yeah, yeah, save it for later. Or should we do it now? So yeah, so like a like wasn't sure it was going to happen up until. I mean, so I mean, let's say before people like just turn off the show because we're like, are these people going to say anything? Uh, so we got an interview. Me and Corey Taylor had been messaging each other on Twitter for like a year. Um, some fan, I don't know who, I think it's our fan Miranda, had like said something to him that was like, oh, if you like horror movies, you should listen to like the horror show and like explain the show. And then he just messaged me. He added me and messaged me. Like, I didn't in, in, engage with it because yep. I was just like, whatever. Uh, and he messages me and he's like, hey, man, I'd love to be on the show. And I was like, can't be real. This isn't real. Like, and I really did it. And I was like, yeah, man. Like, I tried to play it like as cool as possible. But I was like, uh, so when are you available? <laughs> I'll fly to you. You want me to fly to you? Or, uh, but like a year um, I was like, he was like, yeah, just if when I'm in the area, like, let's get together. Yeah. And then I, I met him in California. Yep. And I was like, yeah, uh, Sean sent you a message. He's like, oh, yeah, I know. I was like, this can't, like, come And on. I still didn't believe that. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I, I was like, still didn't believe really that. Nice. Literally, <laughs> yeah, he was just being nice, right? Like, right. that's what I was thinking, too. Um, and I would message him every, periodically, and, like, it was just, like, a little back and forth. And then, like, I saw Stone Sour was coming to Connecticut, and I was like, hey, man, like, let's do this. And he was like, yeah, talk to uh, my manager, Chris. And he gave me Chris's contact information and me and Chris like played back and forth for a while, like for months too. Cause he was like, eh, like message me in like two weeks and two weeks I messaged him. He's like, eh, message me like two weeks away from the show. And I did. He's like, eh, message me like a couple days in advance. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> um, but he's, he'd gotten it all set up. We were confirmed. We were going to go there and meet him. He said everything was under control. We had zero details pulling into, like, basically the, the parking lot. Like, we were like, okay. Not basically. Like, <laughs> Literally. Not even that. Like, when we went to the gates, we didn't have any fucking details. We didn't have any details. So um, so I called this guy, Chris, the manager, and he's like, all right, I'm going to give you Steven's number. He's the tour manager. He's out there. I'm, like, in my offices. And he actually tours with them, and he'll... He, he, he's got you all set. So I'm like, perfect. That makes sense. Like, like it's starting to add up. Uh, and then we call Steven and he's like, <laughs> I'm like, Hey, uh, we have an interview with Corey Taylor. He's like, all right. And I was like, all right. Uh, so how do we get in? And he's like, well, just meet me somewhere. And so like the, this whole thing goes down, we get to the gates. He's like, all right, man, just walk in. And, uh, I'm here on the left side. It's like, I don't have tickets, man. Like, I can't walk in. And he's like, oh, you don't have tickets? Do you have passes? Like, no, I don't have passes. Like, he, he ended up being like getting us the tickets. And then he's like, come in. And we come in. And I'm like, 
<laughs> she's like, I'm gonna have to look in your bag. I was like, all right, well, I'm just gonna get this out of the way. Like, there's like $400 worth of like recording equipment in my bag. And uh, you're probably not gonna let me in. <laughs> she's like, yeah, no, we can't let you in with all that. And um, at this point, I was ready to go back to my car and listen to Ball Tongue. Dude, we were like, I, honestly, at, at every point of this, I was like, this isn't happening. Not happening. It's just going to get delayed. Like, it was so weird. And, like, I felt like we were bothering this dude, Steven, like, so badly. Like, because I had to call him, like, six Sean, times. We were. Yeah. But <laughs> he didn't like, give like, a if it was any other person in the world, they'd be like, like, if it happened to me, I'd be like, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not doing anything else for you. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then I was like, hey, so we have two options. We can either record with my phone. And I could go drop my bag off at the car, but it's going to take 20 minutes because we just walked like a half mile to get here. Or like you can come like help us out here. And he's like, yeah, I'll be right there. And he was like, who are the, who were the people that said you couldn't bring that in? And he was, but he was really nice and he brought us in and we interviewed Corey Taylor. Um, we wanted to have him do a full episode, but like we just couldn't, like time just did not permit. Um, but he is down, so hopefully in the future, um, we get that done. Yeah, because we were supposed it was supposed to be fifteen minutes. I think the interview is like a half hour, maybe. So, um, so that's what you're going to hear first, and that's going to lead us into this week's episode, which was an audible from what we said last week. We'd originally said Rocktober Blood. Um, Wait, we changed that? Yeah. Well, obviously we're. Well, did be you watch Rocktober it? Blood. Okay. Again. Yeah. Yeah. When? I, okay. <laughs> Joe, 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 Joe watched the wrong he movie. Needs a <laughs> Joe watched Rocktober Blood. <laughs> no, he, he watched. He, did, he knew. I, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go. Uh, enjoy this interview with Corey Taylor. So, hey. So this is, <laughs> this is uh, a very special thing we're doing for the show. Uh, we've interviewed Malachi from... Children in the Corner, oh, some dude, other majors, that, <laughs> yeah. yeah, some other uh, major Ridge. stars. But uh, today it's a little bit different. We're with Corey Taylor from Stone Sour and Slipknot. Yes. Good to be here. Yeah, Good thank finally, you. man. We've been planning this. I know. I know how long. Thank you so <laughs> yeah. much, man. I really oh, appreciate dude, it's it. All good. Um, all good. Actually, before we jump in, can I just tell him that story oh, that we man. talked about? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I've been listening. <laughs> so I was telling Joe. Um, the first time I about it, the first time I saw Slipknot, I was I'm a huge Slipknot fan, but uh, <laughs> I was like, should I tell this story because it was about how I became a fan? And he, I was like, I really don't know if I should or not. Oh, dude, I'm on <laughs> the edge of my seat. Now. Like I so can't. You have to tell we, it now. We were going to the, like the first Ozfest where you guys were on main stage. Okay, so that was 2001. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so it was like the first time, and my buddy was a big fan, and I was like, I just don't like him. Like I was like, I don't understand it. Like I don't get him. But it wasn't like I hate him or anything. And we go, and we're like. The band before you was on, and I fell asleep in my seat, and and I woke up like three songs into your set, and I woke up and I was like, "This is the most amazing music I've ever heard." I was like, "What is this?" And he was like, "Oh, this is fucking Slipknot," and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I'm in love. Like yeah. this is amazing. It's incredible." And and ever since then, I was like the biggest fan of you guys. Like that's a very strange, isn't it? See, weird? that was not where I was expecting you to go. I was like thinking like clown, like. Shit in his hand and well, threw it at That only amplified <laughs> Okay, good. Right, like okay. the Gigi Allen aspect of well, like yeah. nonsense. I was like, Trust okay, me, I'm well, so glad he doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was so brutal, dude. I, there, the, only, the only good thing.
thing I can think about it is that it's built up antibodies in my body. 100%. So I will be able to fight any disease ever <laughs> being exposed to that garbage. Ugh. Uh, but yeah, I had to tell you that because I was like, I, I, that sticks out in my mind so well. I love honestly, that you fell asleep. It was honestly like an epiphany. Like you guys like invaded my brain and I woke up and I was like, what, what is, is this? this? Beautiful music. It was. It was like it's honestly, slap like, nuts. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I love that. Dude, that's great. really good. Um, all right, so we have some horror-related questions and stone sour-related questions. Yeah, Joe's, Joe's our greatest interviewer, so he'll... <laughs> oh, I, I can't wait. Out of the two of us. Yeah, no build-up or anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, so we know that uh, Halloween has had a direct influence on you in terms of inspiring you to wear the mask for Slipknot. Um, yeah. Which other early horror memories do you credit in having a direct influence on you? Oh, man, I've got so many. Like, I growing up, like, horror was so ensconced in my like my taste you know especially john carpenter oh certainly yes. i mean but i have great weird memories of going to my mom would take us uh to like drive-in movies all the time right so we would go and for like 10 bucks you'd see like six movies like the dust of dawn ones and at the end there would always be like these weird like hammer horror films thrown on like it was like so there was like, I just remember crazy color and yeah. like weird gore, but like greens and like, I'm like, what, what is happening? Like it, so I, so it's, that's kind of, that's kind of my background is like stuff like Halloween, which was very poignant and like tense and very psychological and then kind of balanced with like this real like crazy like nickelodeon gore yeah. you know <laughs> like super aesthetic exactly like yeah all aesthetic. i just remember yeah. the colors you know i couldn't tell you one thing about the story but i remember the colors yeah. you know and uh yeah man like i between that and like the karate films i used to the kung fu movies like i used to watch yeah, I grew up pretty messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all. I think we all did, kind of right. like that, and it all kind of blends together. Every horror fan I know is also like, "Hey, have you ever seen this kung fu movie where right guy rips off every limb off of?" And his it opponents? all culminated with like the Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires, which is like the the Hammer kung fu movie that yeah, they made, yeah. and it's so weird. And I have it on DVD, and it's so <laughs> weird that I was even I was like, "This is." fucked up like, i don't know <laughs> but it's one of my favorite movies yeah, like, yeah it's so 100%. cool speaking of uh the colors we just did street trash have you seen that gem no, no i have dude, not dude. highly recommend you're gonna yeah? Love it. yeah okay good it's gonna make your brain explode. what like give me a little just like, like thick don't, like, yeah. purple goo coming out of people oh, all really? the time yeah so, so it's kind of like get, get like an evil dead vibe call it like mm -hmm. they call it melt movies melt movies yeah people this drink this the shit and they just like melt yeah <laughs> Fun. It's just it's a lot of homeless people. Melt. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what we said. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Fair enough. You will not be let down. I, the guy ended up going on to work with like Spielberg and stuff, right? Really? Or Oh, it was James Cameron. James Cameron. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's like James that Cameron's right-hand man. That makes sense. <laughs> Strange. That's got like a, I like, it's got like a Fulci kind of vibe to it. You know, like when the acid falls on the chick in uh, The Beyond yeah, the and best. she just starts. Yes. I'm like, how much longer are you going to hold on this? <laughs> that's exactly this is what, gross. Yeah, All that's right. exactly what so that is. The children of Fulci. Good to know. All right. <laughs> uh, we tend to focus on like the real shit of horror movies. We love it. The so bad. It's so good. It. So uh, it. do you have a favorite one? A favorite that's so oh, bad? Oh man. Uh, that is a damn good question. Um, trick or treat always sticks to the original. 
Uh, oh, the one with Skippy. The one with Skippy. I, I was into that movie on almost an esoteric level when I was younger. <laughs> like because and I I wanted people to call me Kerr. Like that was yeah. I was that kid. Like it was like I was like, you know, people have like started calling me Kerr. <laughs> Nobody had. I was like, oh yeah, good idea. But they started calling me Ragman for like. T- I was like, no, no, I don't want to be Ragman. That's Skippy. Kerr, like such a dick. I, and, and I finally kind of realized, it's like, okay, this is a horrible way to try to get a nickname. But I just loved that movie. Like, I loved the fact that. I mean, first of all, the soundtrack was awesome. Like, yeah. Fastway is one of my favorite. And movies. now he's in Flogging Molly. Yeah, I can't believe yeah. that. Crazy, right? <laughs> we. I was just talking to Jericho about this the other day. We were talking about Fastway because we were talking about that movie. But the great thing about that movie was it was so the cheese level was so hardcore that you you just you're watching it going, I don't know if this is good or not, <laughs> but. And then to find out that uh, the, the the guy who played Sammy Kerr with a Tony Shields, he was like a he was a solid gold dancer. No so way. like that's why he moved the way he did. <laughs> I was like, what? Like so. And then those shitty cameos by Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. I was like, well, it's got to be cool. It's certainly better than uh, uh what was that? Uh, no, I can't think of the movie right now, but it's. Yeah, that 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 I had that poster forever, dude. Like I stole it from the local theater so uh, because they only ran it really for like a week, and they're like, "Get this the fuck out of here!" And I was like, so I was like, "Well, I'm taking that," and, and I did, man. I, so I had it forever. And That's it actually just, one of our movies coming up. Really? Oh, yeah. It's so the, my my favorite parts of that are the the gooey the headphones. <laughs> um, the chick waking up and she's being banged by something from Tatooine. Like, it's just so gnarly. Like, you're just watching it going, this is, what the fuck is happening? Like, you just, you just don't know. And then, like, all the, the weird plot holes they are going, it's like, well, how is this, why are you playing this backwards on the radio? That's the dumbest <laughs> shit I've ever heard. But you just love it. Like, yeah. I still, I showed it to my son because we go on, like, these tirades and watch a bunch of, like, crazy, like, old horror movies yeah. and stuff. Most of which do not hold up yeah. at all. And I talk That's it up and he's learning. like looking at me going, what the fuck is this? I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, like Poltergeist 2 does not hold up at all. No. But <laughs> I don't think it held up then. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that movie is definitely my go-to where I'm like, it, it, you put it on just to fucking MST3K it, you know? That's so awesome. Awesome. Uh, you yourself are in Sharknado 4. I am. It's the fourth one, right? For 30 seconds. Well, 15 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> How did you get involved with that? They called, man, because they're shooting in Vegas. And I live in, I have a house in Vegas. And uh, one thing led to another. They're trying, they were just trying to load it with as many cameos as possible. And I was like, duh, I'm in, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was kind of convoluted, too, because it was like, uh, I, uh, I showed up at like 9 and I left at like seven in the morning um, and I only shot for 30 minutes. So I was there all night and I must have gotten lost in the shuffle. Like they forgot I was there <laughs> because I remember falling. And this was at the stratosphere, like downtown. Yeah. Right. Um, and I'd been in makeup and I had wardrobe. They didn't have anything that fit me. So everything is like I've got this like oversized uh, trench coat on. And like trying like hell to, to make sure that nobody could really see me because I was just, I was like, why don't you guys just tell me to bring my own clothes? I yeah. would have like nothing fit. Like they got like two XL everything. I was like, you gotta be kidding. <laughs> so I'm standing there and they like in this like blousy crap. And 
I finally fell asleep on the in the hallway waiting for them to come get me. I slept for like three hours, dude. And I woke up. I was like, <laughs> there was nobody around. Like they literally walked over me to get to the next location. And then I went downstairs to find my handler. And I said, dude, if they're not going to shoot me tonight, I'm going to split. I'd rather sleep in my own bed right. than on the floor at the stratosphere. <laughs> and he goes, oh, they didn't shoot you? And I went... Oh my God. No, no, not at all. I was like, well, we got, we got one, at least one scene for you. I was like, do you? That's fantastic. So they took me downstairs. Luckily, got to work with Tommy Davison, who was super That's cool. Awesome. He knew like all this stuff about Des Moines. He's like, oh yeah, Des Moines, that funny bone, John Deere tractors, all this stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, super cool. Like, just genuinely really, really cool. Nice. Loved it. He was like, you want to run it? And I'm like, yeah, man. And we ran, did a walkthrough, ran it, shot it. And I was like, literally, I went from the set to my car, kept the stuff that they gave me. I was like, I ain't, <laughs> why am I going to give this back? I'm going to throw it away. And I, I drove home and I was like, this is the weirdest <laughs> night of my life. And I'm one of the few people that actually gets recognized in the movie. Right. And they talk about it all the time. And I was li literally there for probably nine hours, shot for an hour. And I'm in it for 15 seconds. Yeah, it's like one of those movies I imagine you're like, of course I'll do that. Oh, and then, yeah. And then you do it and you're like, why the fuck yeah. did I think this was a good idea? And, and I still, but you know what though? I'm like that. Yeah. I'll, yeah, yeah. honestly, I would show up to shoot a cameo in anything because I love it. That's so because cool. I love, it's great, man. Like Fear Clinic was the same way. That was my next question. Oh, yeah. 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 How was Robert England? So cool, really? dude. He, he was like, when I met him, he was going over wigs with the director, right? He was like, now I've got this one. <laughs> now this one is when I'm kind of come contemplative, coming <laughs> quiet, reserved. But then I have this one, which it's much more upbeat and there's hope. There's hope in the future. And then there's this one. And I'm like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> he exactly was so, yeah. so cool, dude, and, and intense. And he was like, and he would... He wouldn't just like show up when he had to show. Like he would hang and yeah. watch everybody work, man, which was really cool. That's Some cool. people would would kind of ghost out, like if they weren't working. But I was like, I was there all day because, like, the shooting schedule would get kind of get reworked depending on lighting and what we were trying to capture, and right. like, and and in terms of like priority, obviously. Um, I really learned a lot being on the set of that, but. Um, when it came time for other people to work, he would come down and he would his you know he'd be you could see him poking his head over watching the monitors and stuff. So cool, so open, man. Like really would would be very helpful with like suggestion. Wasn't being a dick. He yeah. wasn't trying to overpower anything. He was so cool. And the last my, my last day, and I was walking out, and uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's a. The, uh, you know, he he plays actually like four different characters and he does it really fucking well. Yeah. And I was walking out and he was in the, uh, for lack of a better term, the Mr. Black outfit, like the monster outfit. Mm -hmm. So he's nude from the waist up. <laughs> he's got the crazy fucking monster shit on him. He's got giant black contacts in and uh, dress pants, no shoes, and he's drinking champagne. <laughs> and he's kind of just late... <laughs> lazily lounging in his in his little holding area. I mean, he's, Corey, come in, come in. I said, oh, okay. 
He's like, and I said, you know, Mr. England, I'm, it's my, it was my last day. He goes, Robert, please. I'm like, no, that's never, <laughs> it's never going to happen. <laughs> um, I said, I just wanted to say it was a thrill to work with you. It was so cool. Um, and, uh, you know, thanks so much for, for whatever. And he goes, I just want you to know something. I watched your scene. He, was, he watched the, the freak out scene that not to give too much away, you know, just to spoil the ending for anybody. My Bauer freak out scene. Um, he was like, it was really good. You've got really good, good control, good voice, good presence. It was very good. Keep at it. And I just went, ah! That's so awesome. So, yeah, man, he was, yeah, it was really cool. But he was great. Fiona was great. Like, everybody involved was really cool. Me and Thomas Decker really hit it off, yeah. man, got to hang out. Like, yeah, I, I just, I thoroughly enjoyed that. It was miserable because it was so hot cold yeah you know it was ohio in the winter so we all got sick oh. but it i wouldn't have changed a goddamn thing it was so rad you yourself had expressed in directing a horror movie i think you described it as like a mix between halloween and clue yeah yeah but it's not so much direct but producing produce. i okay. i i've i've got uh probably oh god 80 percent of the script i know it's i i just need to sit down and finish it uh and i need to, to do some some type up and stuff um it's very much a product of the era when I was writing it. Yeah. Um, but I would love to take it from beginning to end, you know, and, and at least try to, I mean, Hollywood is slow as shit. Yeah, it really is, man. Like I, I, I didn't realize that until I was developing a script with a, an outside producer and even clown was like, I'm out. Like, and that guy's got the patience of a saint sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I'm sticking with it. This is gonna, and it's, that was seven years ago. Oh my god! And it's still not doing anything. I'm just like, great, you know. So I, I don't even know if I'm still involved with that. They probably wrote me out. But um, <laughs> with that, with this man, I, I have a very specific uh, vision for it. You know, like I really want to get it made because I know it could be funny, it could be smart. I know the kills could be brutal, you know, like just those violent kills where you're like uncomfortable, but then yeah. you snap back into it, like with the humor, you know? Yeah. So it's got, you know, I want it to, I want it people to, to watch it and I, you know, I want it to be quotable. I want it to be crazy. I just want it to be over the fucking top, you know? Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be great. And I, I'll off, off recording, I'll tell you the name of it because I don't want anybody to get it, to yeah. take it. But it's, yeah, um, I, I'm I'm hoping to, to work that out, but I've got all the time in the world, you know? Yeah. Like this, something like this, it's it's not as topical as you worry about. It would be an ensemble cast, so it would have to be cast well. And I would want to cast it with people who have worked um, on like, not so much Broadway, but in theater, you know, because there's, there's just a delivery and there's a, there's their beats, you know, the, the beats that you have to hit, you know, yeah. it has to be delivered in a certain way. So I think I would definitely produce, um, to get it made, but then find the right director, help with the casting, get everything done and be on set like every day just to watch this fucking madness happen. <laughs> you know, amazing. I'm yeah, man, I like, and I'm, and I, I know I can do it. Because I'm just as passionate about it now as I was when I started writing it. Because I was writing it, giggling my dick off, like I was <laughs> laughing. I was writing, it's like that's so stupid, and I was just, yeah. So, and everybody I've showed it to is just like, this is awesome. Yeah. So, I need to finish it. I need to sit down with a with a proper screenwriter and punch it up a little bit. But yeah, I, I think I, I think it could get done. Yeah. Looking forward to. Yeah, it. man. Yeah. Uh, so you and Stone Sour recorded in a haunted house once. Would you ever do that again? 
you know, it was it was interesting. Um, it was, uh, eh, you know, it was weird because we kept finding all this weird stuff like that had like we were like, well, did, did what, who did this belong to? You know, like because it was a house that was kind of rent like it was it was it was a rental. Uh, and so people kind of kept like coming and going and whatnot, but it had been there for a while and there was just some weird, apparently that like, uh, like three families back, someone had like committed suicide, which always is never fun to hear about when you're like in this big sprawling house and you're just like, Oh God, really fucking which room, (laughs) you know? And we just kept finding all these weird hidden rooms, man. I was like, well, this would be awesome if I, you know, if it was just my house, yeah, you know, yeah. but there's like all these weird people around. So yeah, it was, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I was essentially up in a loft area and I just kept hearing like crazy. I would, there was a long hallway that would kind of come up from the stairs and then lead to my room. And then you have to come up some stairs to come into my room. And I would hear footsteps all the time. And I just oh wake up God. and I'd go, who is it? And there'd be nobody there. And I'd be like, Oh, I don't need this right now, man. But I don't know if it was the house or if it was the stuff that's kind of connected to me. Like there's stuff clinging to me that is weird. It kind of comes and goes depending on the, the drama in my life. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, either way it's, it's no bueno, you know, it's no fun. So uh, this next one is not a question. I just wanted to thank you for uh, covering Purple Rain the day that Prince died because I'm like the world's oh, biggest Prince fan. That was thanks. fucking awesome. Thank you. And um, that was a heavy, heavy day. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I guess we'll wrap it up with this. Um, people that say they knew the twist in The Sixth Sense, they're bullshit liars, correct? <laughs> yeah. True or false? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I, nothing pisses me off more than this. Oh, I totally fucking saw it coming. <laughs> I was like, I, I was one of those people that I was like blown away by it. Yeah. You know? I have all these pretentious friends back home who are just like, oh, you can clearly like when, you know, when he's like, you know, every time he'd go to the door and then put his hands in his pockets, like that totally told. I was like, what the fuck who did the that fuck tell looks, you? Who looks at that anyway? Yeah, <laughs> you jackass. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, he was only, he, he only wore the three different things that you see in the first scene. It's like, no one thought that. Nobody <laughs> thought that no you dickless cocksuckers. <laughs> it's the same people that was like, oh, I totally saw the ending of Fight Club coming. I was like, no, you fucking didn't. <laughs> no. You were like me where you saw the flight. You were like, what the fuck? fuck was that and then all of a sudden oh wait it is hit oh fuck <laughs> i you know i love twists and stuff i mean i'm, I'm glad they're kind of going away but sure. i love twists and i I, cool. thought, I love waiting for twists i'm yeah, not yeah. that fucking guy who's like, well i gotta fucking figure it out so then i can go <laughs> i can go to perkins over a bottomless fucking cup of coffee <laughs> and tell people just how fucking stupid it was even though i was secretly thrilled god blow me <laughs> Sorry, I've been waiting a long time to say that. (laughs) We have a friend that actually claims that he saw that he knew the ending, right? And it's weird because we had this conversation like two years ago. Yeah, let me ask you something. You hang out with this friend a lot? (laughs) I I do. Do you? Who's the idiot? No, but like it was at, at one point, all these people were like, "Yeah, I saw these, all these twists. I've never seen a twist coming." I'm like, never. Am I man. dumb? Come like, on. what the fuck's wrong? No, with you're no, not. I'm not. They're all it's liars. People who are bullshit, pissed that they didn't see <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Then the, everybody's smart retroactively. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, 
It's like fucking Nostradamus. Oh, yeah, fucking he called this and that and the other. Really? Are you sure he did? Because it seems to me you took some shit and just fucking applied it to these shitty poems that somebody fucking wrote before people were shitting in fucking holes. You idiots. I completely agree. That's so funny. That's going to be great. Google alert. Corey Taylor hates Nostradamus. Great. Was that, what does Corey Taylor think about Nostradamus? Yeah, oh, yeah, God. Yeah. People need to let that die. Oh, it's so, and you know what? It's not even me and it's not even the people who fucking make the meme. It's the, it's all the, the media outlets who just, they pick apart my interviews and then they decide to make a, a story out of one piece of it. It's you know, crazy it's now. lazy shit. Man. <laughs> and bums me out. It, what sucks is like the, the interviews are so much more interesting. When yeah. You actually listen to them. Exactly. It's <laughs> like, like, then that one phrase yeah. and they, they take it out of context and then they put like the worst, like the worst, uh, like, you know, there's something to wind you up in the title of it. Oh, and yeah. you're just like, Oh yeah. God, it makes me want to quit to be honest. Like yeah. just stop talking to people completely. It's like, just turn into Luke at the, like in fucking the last Jedi and just be like, <laughs> fuck all you guys. I don't, you don't need to know anymore from me. <laughs> I don't want to end on that note, so just real quick. So what's the uh, best Harry Potter book, and why is it uh, The Half-Blood Prince? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, God's a great fucking question. I think it's because y- you get everything. You know, it's, it's, got, it's, the, it's the Empire. It's the Empire Strikes Back of the Harry Potter books, man. Fucking Dumbledore dies. Um you don't fucking know where anyone's going. Like, yep. you know, like oh, shit. Snape did what? Snape like, twists. Exactly. It's, it's fucking crazy. And it's leading towards, but the thing is, it's, it gets, it gets all fucking, it gets, it gets wrapped up obviously in the last book and seeing it put together the way he does when he's got the, the, when he's, when he's, um, yeah, yeah, and he's and he's and he's he's seeing the memories, and watching it go like that is so fucking. It, it, it's so pleasing, and you're just like ah. Oh. And then you go back and you read it, and then you put it in context with that. You yeah. know that it's it's almost like going back and watching Empire after or watching uh, everything after after the big ending. You know, yeah. he's the sister and like all that shit. You go back and watch Empire, and you're like. Ugh. <laughs> just kissed his sister you know it's that kind of vibe where you just you, it's a retroactive read yeah. you know and i think that's the one that everybody rereads too like it's because i mean you can read all of them and really enjoy them but half blood is really essentially the beginning of the end you know and it sets up the last book so fucking well that it's the most important in the in the series that's why empire is the best and that's why half blood yeah, prince yeah, absolutely it's so good man yeah. Cool. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Oh, dude, it's my pleasure, man. I'll um, I'll do this shit all day. Are you kidding awesome. me? I'll talk your awesome. fucking ear off. We'll uh we'll get together and do uh what was that movie that we were saying with uh sorcery in it? Oh fuck it. Have you have you seen Stunt Rock? No. It's just some guy getting blown up in some band <laughs> called Sorcery plays heavy metal and there's like a Merlin on the stage, but they have another movie called uh <laughs> Rocktober Blood. It's just the same shit. It's just this band just playing heavy metal songs. Really? Yeah. And some sort some Merlin looking sorcerer shoots the, like fire. The band's called Sorcery. They're real. They're a real band from LA. Yeah. Oh, I know. I've heard the band. Yeah. yeah. And they have two movies. That's amazing. I they have, have two movies. Oh, and yeah. One of them's just a guy doing stunts and like almost getting murdered. And 
That's amazing. And then yeah, it'd be like a guy getting attacked by a tiger, and then sorcery's playing. Wait a minute, was this? These are older movies. Yeah, I saw this in fucking not quite Hollywood. The Australian. It's Australian. Yeah, yeah, dude. I know exactly. I have not seen them, but ah, God, now I have to. Yeah, I highly recommend. I remember like seeing it in that documentary. I was like, that's fucking brilliant. I gotta see it now. Like an hour and a half of bullshit. Yeah, it's so good. It's like what the fuck was the point of this? So good. All right, man. Thank right you on, so man. much again. Oh, we really appreciate it. Take care. All right. <laughs> so with that interview, uh, we learned Corey Taylor. We learned Corey Taylor's favorite bad movie was Trick or Treat, which also happened to be a Patreon pick of Patrick's Turbo Creeps, our fan. Cool guy. Regular cool Joe. <laughs> cool, cool Joe. Uh so we said, why don't we just audible and do trick or treat? And we've talked about this movie. Honestly, we might have mentioned it in like the first two episodes. I'm thinking, sure, because it is the movie. Like, oh, you mean the one with Gene Simmons and they're on the, the v- they're on the they're on the VHS cover, yeah, not looking like their characters. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's very misleading. <laughs> it's very misleading. They look like they're the singers. Like they're gonna make a cameo yeah. in it. Um, and that it is, looks like they were going to fight each other. Like yeah, they're, they're kind of like antagonist or one's the antagonist. Yeah, it looks yeah. like the WrestleMania Five cover. <laughs> <laughs> Mega powers explode. Um, this was not that. This was uh, Trick or Treat, a movie. Um, so I, I've never seen this before. I was going to ask if you'd seen it before. No, I don't think so. So I want to ask Paul if he remembers our friend Mike, who was on the episode last week. Yep. Uh, he bought this on VHS. And he invited us over to watch it. Like, that was the plan for the night. I don't recall this at all. Okay. And I know this is true because I texted him, like, did this happen? And he's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) He invited us over to watch it. And as soon as the credits, like, finished, the opening credit, that song, he's like, I don't want to watch this. (laughs) Turn it off. (laughs) We just had to sit there and watch TV. (laughs) 100% believe that. That sounds about right. That sounds exactly right. He he claimed it wasn't the music. It was the font that they were using. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I have no recollection of it whatsoever. (laughs) Oh, man. It's so weird. Um, You know, we talk about on this show, we'll be like, oh, have you seen this movie? And I'll be like, I don't know. I don't think so. Like... My memory's shit anyway. Like some of these movies, I'm like, I, th- I swear I've seen it before. But then I watch it, I'm like, never seen this. I think it's like, has I don't know. It must have to do with like some of the YouTube age because like some of these movies, I think I watch like every clip possible that I've almost seen the movie. Like bad taste. I'd seen like all of those scenes, but I'd never seen the movie before. But like yeah. <laughs> I'd seen the movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it's so weird. Um, and that's that's kind of what falls into this category. This movie... It's very weird, but not so. So Corey called it cheesy. Yeah, it's very, very apt. Um, it's also kind of uneventful. The most, <laughs> but like it's not terrible. It's not bad. It's not bad, but it's not good. It's it's really it's really bad. It's vanilla. It's very well. Like I was gonna say, like what happens? That's my question, you guys. What happens in this movie? Okay, we know Sammy Kerr dies. Yes. This, this, we'll get into it, but... In a fire. Sammy Kerr dies in a fire. That he started himself? Question, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> and comes back to life. Yes. Why? Yeah. It's called Wes Craven Shocker. It's... There's not that... I mean... 
The only similarities is that somebody comes back. It's called life, Return, which is like every movie in this it's genre. Called, it's called Return of the Living yeah. Dead. Out of electric. <laughs> out of electric. But what? No, he's. Oh. He was. He died in a fire. Yeah, but it, I know. But no, he comes Paul's out right. He's. He's he like com- only works through electricity. Well, that's true. Years. That's true. But uh, stop. The similarities <laughs> to Shocker are not there. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, Joe. In Italy, it's called Shocker too. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) that would be the best story behind this this does have some alternate names that are so stupid it's like turn up the volume and some shit like that um dude this is like one of the most uneventful things i've ever seen like did you see who was originally supposed to play kerr no blackie lawless from wasp Oh, really? And he was like, fuck yeah. And they were like, yeah, but you have to lip sync this band's music. Not your own. Wait, didn't Blackie Lawless also blow up his balls? <laughs> I don't think. The giant I mean, he work. shot them out of his crotch. I don't yeah, think I thought it blew up too. Did it? Wasn't it, yeah, VH1's like most metal moments? <laughs> well, it sounds like you know the answer. <laughs> Wasn't that on this obscure show that only I saw? Oh, me and Paul used to watch that like daily. <laughs> Dude, how bad was Danzig's mother on Awesomely Bad Songs? I remember that. So clearly. Very clearly. I was so furious. I also remember the comedian Godfrey talking about a Slayer song and be like, this is my favorite part. And like, that part's not in the song. <laughs> it still blows my fucking mind. Wait, wait, wait. Did Wasp also start a volcanic eruption? <laughs> <laughs> We're playing guitar, a solo on top of an active volcano. I feel like that can't be true, but I also think, I also think I know what you're talking about, so I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> Wait, is Wasp awesome? It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so true. Holy shit, that is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh my god! If if they made a volcano erupt, yes, they are awesome. They didn't make a volcano. Yeah, <laughs> there's no evidence of this. <laughs> that is such a wild dude. That sounds like early internet days, like message board shit, <laughs> like people shitting on Wasp and some guy being like, "Listen, man, Wasp wants to erupt the volcano." <laughs> you don't know shit about Wasp. Yeah, I can't find any fact of this. Wouldn't <laughs> somebody have filmed it? Or they just did it for fun. They were like, we don't need to prove us. Why would they be playing on top of the volcano? There's a music video. They're shooting a music video on top of an actual volcano? Yeah. (laughs) This is suspect. Guys. uh, (laughs) We should probably talk about this movie. All right. Um, So, uh, yeah. So, super uneventful movie. I I was thinking about, like, I didn't even mind it as I watched it and as I finished it. Um, And then today or yesterday, yesterday, I'm like driving i'm like what the fuck was that movie even about <laughs> like honestly it's about nothing like it's it's like super mean-spirited all throughout oh yeah like the bullying in that is it's so hardcore like uncomfortable to watch yeah 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 so um we start out we meet um what are you mad about because it was docking <laughs> <laughs> wait docking made the volcano erupt <laughs> <laughs> is that is that true? Yeah. This is the perfect episode for Turbo Creep, by the way. So congratulations, Turbo Creep. All we're doing is the talking about The only person that's going to like it. Dude, everyone's going to hate this. <laughs> um, so uh, we have, um, we meet uh, Ragman as Corey Taylor. 
referenced in his interview. Ragman is the lead who um a terrible lead. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, like he's not likable so like you know like i you know people complain about movies now like or, or like even in the 90s i guess like when it's like the nerdy girl or the nerdy guy is actually like one of the most handsome people ever like it's like come on you know what i mean people get all upset yeah now, this movie <laughs> proves why they've switched to this i think i think this might be the reason they were like all right let's cast a weirdo as the weirdo role, and then they were like, "Oh man, he's in <laughs> this uh, is hard to watch." He's in he's he's in your show, he, Family Ties. He's Sean Hunter's dad. Uh, wh- who's he in Wait, Family Ties? Eddie Weinbauer. <laughs> <laughs> he looks just like Sean Hunter. <laughs> he's the kid that's in love with uh, Justine Bateman in Family the Ties. The jock. Wait, he was a jock. In well, the show? no, he was like a punk, but he was like a big dummy. He, that's him. Ragman, dude, Ragman gets huge. That's him. Good he's, for him. Just, he's also in Killer Tomatoes. Eat France. So I like how you, don't you saw him, him bullied and thrown out of the locker room naked before you found out his name. That was one of the worst. <laughs> that was such a disgusting. I was so like not disgusting. Like oh man's butt. Like what a disgusting. I don't. How do I? How do I say it? Like assault. <laughs> yeah. Like, assault. That is what sounds it, right. That is. Yeah. Sounds right. like life altering event. Yeah. People are going to jail. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That was crazy. Like honestly, like that was the one. Really, you're right. Like it made me feel uncomfortable. Like I was like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> yeah. These guys are jerks. They're also they forty old men. By fucking with his milk, which is bullshit. Which is bullshit. Um, also, kind of impossible. I mean, the milk is sealed. How do you do that? Put a hole. It looked like a cigarette. Burn. Is that what they did? No, I don't know. Oh yeah, it was a hole. I they just big, opened it and he didn't know. No, it was the like, biggest hole ever that they put into the seam. Seam. It made no sense, Joe. I'm not going to oh, get into the science of it. I got it. So it's literally impossible. I mean, it's not impossible. I'm sure you could manage it. <laughs> Probably quite easily, actually. <laughs> so we meet Ragman. He's a metalhead. Um, a little bit of a weirdo. Uh, people poke ho- holes in his milk. Steals Trapper Keeper. Uh, his tape deck, which he just. Um, because it's just got his music on it, mm. but he's real uptight about it. Um, these guys are fucking. Did jerks. you see the uh, metal posters in his room, in his locker? I mean, it's impossible to miss. There's metal posters. Oh well, oh, in his locker. Does Lizzie Borden? Oh, nice little throwback. Oh, the ones in his room are Ozzy Anthrax. Awesome. So yeah. funny, yeah. Um, but we get my favorite scene in the movie real early. Real early on, but it made me laugh my ass off. Uh, he, so we learn he's obsessed with this dude, um, Sammy Kerr. Sammy Kerr. Uh, he's a he's a lead singer of a band, and he writes some letters. He's from his town, his hometown. Um, so he writes some weird letters. It's like very personal letters. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know if they had a relationship or not. I thought this was his diary at first. Like so, well, yeah, that's what I thought. But too. he's mailing it to this guy. He's mailing it to this guy. And then I was like, well, him and this guy must have like some type of like relationship because they're from other. the town. Yeah. Like I was like, maybe they know each other and like, and I don't believe that to be the case. No, <laughs> no I don't think yep. so. He's just a stan. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Dear Sammy, <laughs> I hope you get this letter. <laughs> I had a bad day. Took a picture of my butt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we get Eminem on the phone. Um, so yeah, he's in love with this dude, Sammy. He comes home after this awful day of uh, assault. And uh, he, the news is on. 
And the news is like talking about Sammy Kerr and they're like, oh, yes, he's banned from the school uh, for being uh, too obscene. And the whole time they're showing this clip of Sammy Kerr first filleting a snake, treating a snake (laughs) as a dick. That was... I don't want to say awesome, but it was also insane. <laughs> he's shoving it down his mouth, and he eats it, and just pours the blood all over himself. Dude, that might be the best part of the movie. Bites it in half. That's what I'm saying. This is my favorite scene in the movie. Bites the snake, and all the news reporters just like, Sammy Kerr, uh, some people say he's outrageous, and he's literally biting a snake in half, and then pouring <laughs> blood all over his naked body on the news. And you're like, what the fuck? Um, and they're saying he's banned, and they're, they're cutting to him, and he's like part of the like the censorship. Yeah, it's um, like it's like the D Snyder, right? Like the yeah, D Snyder, which happened in 1985. <laughs> yeah, it's a real topical. <laughs> uh, like, didn't they already win at that point? <laughs> yeah. Well, now Sammy Kerr's just the whole. <laughs> he, I mean, was, he was part of it, Joe. I hope Sammy Kerr was on trial for eating a snake alive on stage, and th- <laughs> he was just like, "Man, you can't censor me." You're like, you ate an animal. <laughs> this, this is animal abuse. <laughs> yeah, you ate a domesticated animal. <laughs> Fucking idiot! We're not. Ta- we don't give a shit what you sing about. Fucking moron. <laughs> uh, he's like, oh my bad. Uh, but then the best part is like uh, this kid like walks over, like somehow he's not like paying attention to his like his rock BFF, <laughs> rocking out to his tunes, doing some laundry, and he comes over, and the news is basically like, because they're like covering this, like he got banned from the school, so we're like, oh, we understand that there's this dance coming up. And uh, and then at the end they're like, and uh, by the way, he is dead, <laughs> dude, burned to death in a hotel that, fire. They dropped that on you so abruptly. I, and I get what they were trying to do. Like it, may, like I understand what they were trying to do. Like they were trying to like, but it was so bizarre. No, because you don't though, because they're presenting it like this was the thing that was happening. Like this was the newsworthy thing yeah. that he was on trial and the trial was going on. And, but then they just say he's dead. And by the yeah. way, he's dead. <laughs> Talking about burying the lead. And that's the only thing that the kid hears. So uh, it's like the jaw shot. Yeah, he turns around. He's like, "Oh, cool, Sammy Kerr, dead." Yeah, he's like, "Oh, what's he on the news for?" And by the way, Sammy Kerr, that guy we were just talking about, that we just spent 15 minutes <laughs> explaining old news stories about, dead today, house fire. <laughs> um, and he dies in a fire, man. It's not even a house fire; it's a hotel fire. Hotel fire, impossible. Just, just his room. There'd be a lot of casualties. <laughs> not just Sammy. Don't don't think so. Small, small viewed. Don't be small-minded. <laughs> um, <laughs> dead at 38. They didn't make him a very spry rock star. 38. Oh, yeah. That's ancient. Yeah. Especially to be doing that. To <laughs> be... <laughs> um, Ragman's fucking pissed. That is funny. It's weird. 38. It's like, also, I don't even think that guy's 38. Like your dad <laughs> <laughs> biting <in> snakes. <laughs> like he's not like a young, hip youth. Yeah. Rebelling against his parents. So weird. Uh, <laughs> Ragman's pissed, though. He tears down all the shit off his wall. Um, except for the Sammy Kerr poster. Except for the Sammy Kerr. Can't do it. Poster. Can't do it. Uh, he then goes to a radio station where fucking Gene Simmons is there. Who knew? Who knew? He doesn't look like Gene Simmons. Yeah, that's why I was like, who the fuck was new? <laughs> Where was... I didn't see Gene Simmons once in this movie. <laughs> He's uh, this DJ that, like... I thought he. I thought his acting was awesome. Yeah, apparently. I had no idea who he was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's better than what you imagine Gene Simmons does. I mean... He's in uh, Runaway. Yeah? Yeah. With uh, Magnum P.I. How is he in it? He's good. He's a bad guy. <laughs> oh my god, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's yeah, good. 
He should have acted, acted more. Like, yeah, yeah. He definitely should have. Um, maybe yeah, this whole Sam- family jewels. <laughs> you're such a dude. Your polls are like mental. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain them. They're so unpaul, but like we're like, how do you know that? Uh, so it's Gene. Gene gives him a record. He's like, hey man, Sammy would have wanted you to have this. <laughs> There's no way Sammy would have wanted him to have that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's he says it's like a master from the studio. Because he's like, oh, this is so heavy. I didn't know masters were heavier. Look at that. Um, <laughs> that next that day, can't be true either. No, I don't. It's just I don't know. I think they just threw it. <laughs> uh, back at the school, um, school the next day, he's just carrying around this fucking record. Actually, I have no idea if it's the next day or not. I don't. Time in this is very bizarre. It's. It's just kind of all day, every day, but different days. Yeah. <laughs> so it's weird. Um, this the, the girl he's got a crush on, she's a little bit of a preppy. She preppy? Yeah. It's also the girl that felt bad for him when he got the only one. the locker room, right? The, a room full of girls were just like, yes, that's so funny. Yeah. Take pictures of him naked and embarrass him. And this one girl's like, meh. <laughs> She didn't step in. Yeah. <laughs> she, she just felt she that bad. Look at her she's face, just less though. of an asshole. Yeah, she's just less of an asshole. Um, but she invites him to a pool party. Mm-hmm. Ragman immediately cuts to him just going to the pool party. Is this pool party at the school? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, of course. So much tits. <laughs> Boobies, uh, booze. The door is being propped open by Jack Daniels' <laughs> bottle, which, I mean. At the high school. At the high school. <laughs> um this is like a raging pool party, and he goes into it. He he hops in the the rag mobile and heads over there. <laughs> Everyone's so mean. Yeah, at this scene, he walks in. Well, first of all, he, I mean, come on, you're like you're out of place, right? Like you're clearly not supposed to be there. And he is walking like he is the cock of the walk. Like he's like he's like got his shoulders out, and he's like, "Excuse me, pardon me." <laughs> and then uh, all the all the all the fucking uh, jocks are like, "Hey." the fuck are you, yeah, doing, are you doing here? here? Literally you, what they say. Um, and they're like, just give him the fuck out. He also says, hey, you got ears, dildo? <laughs> <laughs> when he's not listening to them. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's not. He's like, eh. <laughs> he's just avoiding it. Um, he looks so much like Son Hunter. Can't dude. wait to say that to my dad. He's <laughs> <laughs> him fucking clap your ears. Um, yeah, and, and he, does not, he does not look like he belongs there. He sticks out. Um, and these kids, like, they're like, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, no. I, lo- I loved in this movie how they made the metalhead, like, that's why he's being targeted because he yes. likes metal. Because they say it, like, multiple times, like, get lost, metalhead. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, 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 fucking say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, when they steal his, like, tape deck, they're like, oh, like, they say something, like, derogatory about the music. Yeah. How many bros did we see also at the in, in, in 1987. I mean, that was, like, the hottest metal shit. Metal was so popular. Yeah. I mean, what else would they have been listening to? Bullshit. Smith. <laughs> Stop. What song is that? Uh, oh, Eddie Money. No, I was singing Take Me Home. To- oh, no. Oh, I was singing two different things. I was singing Take Me Home Tonight to the tune of a Smith song. Take me. There is a light uh, that yeah. never goes out. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Can we stop? Hey, Paul, what's your favorite Smith song? All right. <laughs> so, uh, 
I am human and I need. <laughs> um, so these kids, they want him to get the get lost, and he doesn't. So then they finally muscle him out, and then one of them, I don't even know what he puts in there. It's Does like he have a, a weight on him? It's like a trash can lid <laughs> or a weight. Either one yeah. is absurd. <laughs> puts it on in his backpack, and then they shove him in the pool. Um, all you would have to do is slip, is, out, is, of the is slip out of the backpack, but he's just sinking. Which is probably <laughs> honestly, if you fell into the pool with it on and the, the weight's in there, it honestly back. probably no, it would just it would fall, it, probably fall it, off. It'd come off your arms. Yeah, yeah. Like it would be like down. Disagree. Bl- it would be down below your shoulders. There's only one way to find out, Paul. <laughs> do you have a pool? I'm up to. Oh that wait, ass. we have to use a high school pool. <laughs> Three men arrested <laughs> for what they claimed was research. <laughs> <laughs> writing, writing a coffee book. And one is dead. <laughs> one is just <laughs> drowned. <laughs> uh, I'd be so mad about that because I would mean Paul's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is, yeah, somehow it's drowning him, but luckily uh, the girl comes and saves him. I think one of the girls, like when he's like explaining, he's like, Leslie, Leslie invited me. She's like, Leslie's running for class president. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Like she she's invited just in, everyone. She's just inviting everyone. So then, who cares? These 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 fucking these fucking jocks got to get their heads straight, man. They're fucking assholes. Word. Um. Well, he's pissed. He goes home, listens to a record backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. Dreams of Sammy sitting in a room full of fire, which I think is your point, right? Like, was that a flashback? Like, did Sammy set the room on fire on purpose? Was he, like, trying to become yeah. a demon? I think so. Well, it's never... Because he's, like, speaking like he's like speaking like Latin or reverse or something. He's speaking reverse. It's like, yeah, it's like a premonition of what he's listening to on the record. Yeah, I know, Dude, but it's like... You know what I love is, like, he was clearly, like, a play on Motley Crue, right? You'd say, yeah. like, Nikki Six or, like, uh, Tommy Lee. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of what he looked like, Blackie Lawless. All the parents were up in arms about those guys for being satanic. Yeah, yeah. And they're like the bubblegum pop of Satan. Oh, 100%. Because like, at the same time, you had fucking Merciful Fate, King yeah. Diamond, and Venom. Well, we well, talk about that all the time. I always like, love shit. like Shock Rock, like Alice Cooper is actually just the biggest golf fan in the world. <laughs> and he's like the most calm Alice guy. Alice Cooper has a great <laughs> interview where he's like, I was in Norway, and like all these, they're all like, you gotta watch out for these black metal bands to burning down churches. Like they're, they're evil. He's like, these fucking nerds were getting dropped off. By their moms, <laughs> like their minivans at the mall, and coming up to me and being like, I'm in this black metal band. You may have heard of me, blah, blah. And he's like, I could not believe how fucking big of nerds these guys are. <laughs> I, I mean, we, we've talked about it, I think, on the show before. Like, the fact that people thought Black Sabbath and shit were, like, satanic. And you're like, you listen no, to you listen to Tony it Naomi like, just missing fingertips. <laughs> That that's why they thought that. <laughs> that man has no fingertips. <laughs> yeah, they did down the work of Satan. They did down tune those guitars, no, no, no. man. I get that. I, I'm aware of that. I'm just the correlation between. God. <sighs> I love. Paul. I I do hope somebody out there was like that man has no fingertips. <laughs> this is the work of Satan. <laughs> How do you strum a guitar without fingertips? Sorcery. <laughs> Honestly, that would have been a better storyline for a trick or treat. <laughs> Just think about it. Just Jesus was a carpenter. It's woodwork. That's what got him. What? The, devil, what? The, the devil's work. What? I, I, I don't. I don't get it. Wasn't he woodworking? Who? Who are you Tony talking? Naomi. Oh, I don't think <laughs> Jesus. 
Tony. Yeah, but what does that have to do with Jesus? <laughs> He's a carpenter. Yeah, okay. Woodwork, dude. Right. We got to get off this stuff. I'm so mad. <laughs> so, so, so you're just <laughs> such a big devil inside, then. The worst part is there's only one person on earth that would get that joke, and it's me. <laughs> and then there's nobody else would understand that fucking joke. <laughs> God. All right. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Uh, why do our episodes... Why can we never finish before 1 a.m.? Uh... I don't even know where the fuck we are. Oh, so Ragman's Planet Backwards. <laughs> Uh, and he wakes up. He's playing the shit backwards. Anyway, uh, so the next day, Ragman's like all, um, I don't know. He's like all cocky now. He's got a little strut in his step after yeah, listening does. to some backwards music. <laughs> Which, okay, so like that was the other part. Like this movie is like kind of so really fucking slow and nothing happens that you're always like, oh, I think I see what's happening here. Because like I'm like, oh. Like, it's going to make him the cool guy. Like, Sammy's going to jump into him. Jump in. I thought it was going to be a possession. Right. right. Or, like, yeah. something like that. Or just give him the powers. That is not the case. <laughs> so, uh, he's just empowered this one day. Not, yeah, yeah, just that one. Because he shoots, like, moment. shit out of his fingers, doesn't he? Or, no. He uses his hand to do something. Yeah, he throws food at the guy. Or, I don't know. No, no, no. But that wasn't powers. He has no power. No, no, he has a power. Oh, he makes the jack-o'-lanterns light up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that was like, yeah. Did he use his hand to do that? Well, he put his hand up because the guy was coming up. The, oh, the yeah, steps yeah, yeah, yeah. To, like, beat him up. Like, that's what made no sense. And then that was the other thing. I was like, oh, Sammy's going to protect him, which might have been the story. But then Sammy's like, nah, I'm just going to kill him. But Sammy, Sammy wants to kill everybody. Yeah, but like at first I thought, oh, he's going to protect Ag- agreed. him. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah. but that's not what happened. Then Sammy's like, nah, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, why does Sammy even need him? That's that's what I... Because he does not... be my question. Does he do anything other than no. play... But like, why did it have to be him specifically? It didn't. Because it was because that, that master Why wouldn't have Gene just played well, it on the radio? Yeah, he... Yeah, because then it would have been like a Silver Shamrock yeah, scenario, yeah, yeah. which it was like anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just well, at a school. <laughs> I, I think he was going to originally protect Sammy, and yes, he wanted him to bring the well, yeah, the recording. Like yeah, he wanted to bring the recording to the high school. But why does but why does he want to protect him? He doesn't even know him. But then, okay, so let's say he does want to protect him just because he's his biggest fan. Like, let's go the, okay. the Shazam route. Kazam, Shazam. The Jack. <laughs> um, let's so go that route. So he wants to protect them. Why does he want to kill everyone, though? Like, what? What's his deal? Like, why? I don't understand why he's so what violent. What was his deal? Because he's so fucking metal. I think it. Like, that, dude, I honestly think that's the answer. I honestly so think metal. he was like, "Well, I don't have to just kill yeah. snakes anymore. Yeah. You're not gonna let me yeah, play here. Goes. I'll just take everyone out." It was really weird. I don't think there's a reason explained in it. Hmm. Like, I do think they might have just bounced around these ideas. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So that's why this movie's not very good. <laughs> Nobody's going to argue that this is a good movie. No. I don't think anybody. Well, except I think Turbo Creep. He's not going to say it's a good movie. A good movie? I don't know. You'll have to ask. I, I will. I'm going to text him right now. <laughs> I almost asked him for his phone number to call him. And, and argue for this movie because no 
It's rough, man. It's made. But well, it's not bad. Like it's again, made it's not well bad. Like, it's not terrible. Dude, I never once checked the time on this to be like how many minutes are left. Like I was like, I was totally cool with this movie. But that, I think it was because I was like, something's got to happen soon, right? Yeah, I was <laughs> waiting. I was waiting for him to get fucking bats thrown at his naked and body. <laughs> and then I realized it's a totally different movie. Rock and roll nightmare. Dude, holy shit. I, I also I think that's the movie Corey was talking about that you couldn't think of the name of. Dude, that's what I was thinking. Also, Turbo thinking Creeps back. Rock and Roll Nightmare? I think so. No. He had three picks that were all like... No, Sean, if it was Rock and Roll Nightmare, I would have adamantly chose that one. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it was Black Roses. Rock and Roll Nightmare is picked, though. By who? Catherine Mitchell. We're doing that. It's next, coming next up. Week. Oh, it, it is. It's coming up. Yes. That scene. Holy shit. There's little rubber things. Dude, I was catching them. I thought that this was the, this movie. Fuck. Can't wait. I was like, oh, really wait a minute. Good. I know which one I've you're sh- talking about. I must have showed you that Dude, clip. Is that that super with the white hair? Yeah, yeah it's throwing it. The guy's holding yes. him on his own body because they're not sticking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just like a little robot. Well, it's like a, a paper towel roll that was painted silver. That's the robot's head. <laughs> well, this was uh, an episode on, on. Yeah, this is wild. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what happens when you have a thirty-minute fucking uh, interview at the yeah. beginning. You know, it's yeah. tough, man. Yeah, we gotta edit this. Yeah, yeah that's what I got. <laughs> what? No, I just leave silence. You put a loud, loud sound in, so you see the sound waves. You see like a big spike, so you know what to cut around there. Actually, I never knew how to do that. I, I would be, oh. do silence, or I would write down the time. That's so much better. Hmm, thanks. Oh, but I level it, so it'll. I'll see it. Eh, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> everyone, fuck off. Uh, all right. So, well, spoilers. I guess we're doing um, rock and roll nightmare soon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm excited. I've never seen it, but I know what movie it is. And I'm very excited. That is trash. Um, meanwhile, back at this movie, <laughs> Trick or Treat. I mean, dude, nothing happens in Trick or Treat. So well, we're explaining like paint drying right now. Like, I, Unfortunately, <laughs> he's you're right. Because it's just a lot of like... The only memorable scene was the one that we talked about before. And then, and then when the demon... Why is that demon not in there more often? Because, yeah, I, because that girl's in the car. The guy again, goes out to take a piss. Because it doesn't have anything to do with the And that, the demon is huge. It just changes. The movie changes completely, like, regularly. Like, they change the direction constantly. So um, we'll get there in a minute. Let's let's do... Um, so Ragman's pumped now. He wants to take on the bullies. He goes in, throws food in their face. They start chasing him and, like... This was like way more of like an 80s movie. Like, uh, it's the stupidest statement I ever made. You know what I mean though? Like a John Hughes type movie or something? Like a, I don't know how to explain it. Like more of like a teen movie. Oh, a coming of age movie? Yeah, sort of. Because it's like, I mean, there's zero gore in it. Yeah. It's not scary. (laughs) Um, So it's a weird movie. And like this chase scene, I was like, this is like, just like a normal 80s movie. Like, this is like the nerd gets his way, and then they're just chasing him down the hallway for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And it's just it them like, long. whoa! And like, he, he like... It was so long. He did so long. He tips over like a water bucket, and one slips, and <laughs> he shoots off the stairwell. <laughs> that was so actually funny. Slides out a door, and then it cuts to outside <laughs> the school, and he's flying <laughs> out the door to the outside to like a... 
an open stairwell that like honestly it cut right there and i'm worried that guy that died that man died like <laughs> his ankles dude hit the, hit he the hit the wall rail, and then he went over and out of the school like that dude was flying out of that door dude, i love that. when you see scenes like that in movies like this because there's no way those guys are getting paid well yeah. and, or they're like professional or it would have been like reported at all like it would have been like man dies in accident at school like no one it wouldn't have made the news like. put some janitor clothes on him yeah. my favorite is when uh that scene in Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, the garbage day scene, there's a car that, like, flips over, and the stuntman is standing so close, so close to that so, dude, that guy, and you're just like, what are you doing for this movie? Like, why is they, this happening? They definitely fucked that up, and we're like, well, he lived, we'll leave it in. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> That's so bad. And, like, that dude probably walked off set. Like, that dude was probably like... <laughs> What am I doing? You might fucking yeah, yeah. right I bet now. you anything. Now, he's now, like, don't put that in now the Now he's a priest. Join <laughs> <laughs> the seminary. Um, man, we are way off track. <laughs> um, so Ragman and his uh, nerdy pal, who uh, we were introduced to earlier, but it doesn't matter because... Yeah. Uh, so he comes... Um, and they're looking at the backwards record, and the guy's like, the, the friend's like, well, it's just a gimmick. Like, it doesn't mean anything. And for some reason, Ragman's like, this is something crazy. That everyone everyone is automatically assuming that, like, what is happening is happening. And, like, we're not even entirely sure what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, every character in this is like, it's fucking voodoo. It's demons. I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, the jock is like, he says that later. Like, he knows. Like, how would he know that? Like, it's so weird. I don't know. It's so weird. Um, yeah. So uh, Ragman is using the record like a magic eight ball now at this point. Like, he goes from just, like, playing it backwards and being like, that's weird. And now he's, like, asking it questions. <laughs> and it's answering it backwards. And it, it's all just he's weird. He's still asking if the message was meant for him. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> this guy's like, yes. Uh, are you serious? <laughs> I wish that was... <laughs> How many times are you going to ask me that? <laughs> uh, but he says, you know, he's he's being very cryptic, saying it's all part of the plan, and uh, the plan is revenge. Remember? <laughs> no, we don't, because it was never explained. Ever. No. Ever. Okay, I take that back. I think maybe Ragman might have said something to the record. Like, may, I think when he played the record, he was like, I'm going to kill them. Okay, maybe. maybe that's what it was. That, you think that's what triggered it? Yeah, and he's like that. It was like a wish. It was like a genie. Eh. I don't know. I mean, regardless, a, a demon dog shows up and fucks a woman inside <laughs> three scenes. So <laughs> doesn't make all that much sense. You can't give it that much credit. Uh, <laughs> um, back at school again. Uh, did the did the headbanger bang his head? More fucking shots at metalheads. <laughs> And the jocks are just beating the shit out of him. And one's about to grab a hammer and just fucking brain him with it. Uh, but it's stopped because, like I said, our genie friend, Sammy Kerr, the genie, shows up, wraps his tie in like some piece of heavy machinery. And the just, drills bit is, co- is moving so slow towards his head. What, what kind of machine is that that just has a, it? It didn't even look like a drill bit. It looked like a fucking spike that yeah, just entered like things. Do you know what kind of machine it was? Nope. Boring. <laughs> Boring machine. <laughs> <laughs> I must have made this movie. But I'm t- uh, no, I don't know what it was, though. An impaler. <laughs> we have this medieval machine yeah. here. 
Homek. Uh, it literally just looks like a spike. Yeah, and it's about to kill him, um, and he's begging Ragman to let him free. Um, and Ragman um, does, which is weird. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not. It's a man's life. Yeah, he's a high school. He's not trying to kill people. <laughs> he wants revenge, but he doesn't need bodies. <laughs> yeah, and Ragman pulls the plug. he did say plug. I'm going to kill them. Yeah, and later on, this is the scene where, like, the, the jock's like, him and his voodoo almost killed me. Dude, that kid just saved his life. He's like, this isn't over. (laughs) I would be kissing like his ass. What am I doing? (laughs) I would literally be like, drop your britches, sir. (laughs) 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 Might be our new gimmick. (laughs) You just keep (laughs) it. What I don't get. All right. uh, So, (laughs) uh, I I don't even know what happens. His mom, his mom just discovers he's a metalhead for the first time. <laughs> she enters his room and finds his studded bracelet that he wears every day, and he's like, what the fuck? Like, her face is like, what the fuck am I looking at? She's so, like, unhinged by everything. It, it's really weird. Um, and later, she's like, yeah, you're fine. So, oh, but this everything in the room just starts breaking and exploding yeah. and shit, um, which is uh, very alarming. Um but Ragman is acting again. Now he's like Spider-Man with the symbiote suit. He's just like walking around and they're like, dude, you skipped your midterm. And he's like, I don't give yeah, a shit. This is such a hard I'll make it up later. <laughs> like now he's like, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, and when he says chow. Wait, is he like Spider-Man, like from Spider-Man 3? Yeah, yeah. When he turns emo, he's yeah, walking yeah, down yeah, the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joe farted so loud in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Best part of that movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's weird. And, and this dude, Ragman, was such a geek, geek off the street. And now he's like, dude, and he's like so uncool still. That's the problem. Yeah, it's, that's why it's exactly like Spider Man. He's still super uncool when he's trying to be cool. Like, we're supposed to believe he's cool. Right. And he's like, like um, that girl that he likes. I forget her name. Jenny. Jenny something. Jennifer. 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 Uh, she like walks up to him and is like, "What is going on with you?" Even though she hasn't seen anything, she like, just walked up to him, and uh, he's like, <laughs> "He's like, hey, what kind of jeans are those?" Or she's like, or he goes, "Hey, what are the what are those pants you're wearing?" She's like, "Jeans." And he's like, "Cool." <laughs> <laughs> then he goes, "Ciao." <laughs> it's the most uncool smooth thing I've operator ever heard. right there. But like, do you think that was intentionally like funny or I don't know? I don't think it was intentionally funny. I think There's it was supposed to be intentionally funny. No cool. way. That was intentionally funny. <laughs> uh, j- <laughs> um, the jocks, uh, like we said before. Oh, we should mention Ragman planted that cassette in the jocks car. Yes. The bad one. So he killed it. The evil one. Yes. And uh, so the well, jocks. He gave it to him as a peace offering. Yeah, but. He handed it to him. Yeah, him but to. Plant it. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he gave it to him. Yeah, yeah, he handed it to him. He was like, here's a peace offering, which I would have just thrown in the trash. But this guy keeps it, leaves it in his car. He's at makeout point with his girl. Oh. She puts it on while he's taking the longest piss in the history of the universe. It's like Harry Miss Sally. Yes. She's, she's coming hard. <laughs> <laughs> she's having an orgasm. Fit to print. <laughs> uh, she. It's really weird. Like, she's undressing. While listening to this backwards music, and again, we're not entirely sure what the backwards music does because it just made. I mean, it gave him like cool. it did not. Well, <laughs> put her in like a trance. 
but she's like undressing and we're just it, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense she's butt naked after a couple minutes of this yeah this, this also goes on forever um and then all, still peeing dude's still pissing and then she wakes up there's just this fucking demon dog over <laughs> Yeah, to say it. I'm just thinking about that demon dog. Dude, it's insane <laughs> about how stupid it is. Dude, it there's cut. no way it'd fit in that car without hitting the seats. <laughs> oh, shit! They're in the front seat, and you're you're 100 right. Like it would have been like his head would have been. But they're in the, the front. Chair. No, they're in the back. Yeah. Oh, they are. No. Yeah. No. Does it matter? <laughs> it doesn't because this dog is like the it's size so of a vehicle. <laughs> the head is literally the size of the windshield. <laughs> it's enormous. It's, so big. it's enormous. It, <laughs> It really doesn't matter. I can't believe we were about to argue. <laughs> well, they're in the backseat. Uh, shit. Uh, yeah, this dog is fucking huge. And all it does is just like... <laughs> and she screams. And it goes to like exterior back. shot. Of and the smoke's coming out of her so ears. Hard. Smoke's coming out of her ears. And the guy runs back and he's like, what's going on? There's no dog. And uh, the headset that... <sighs> I gotta stop playing with this. The headphones are melted onto her head. Yeah. It's the grossest this movie gets. And it wasn't that great. <laughs> and the demon dog is not explained, never returns. The, I wish the rest of the movie was just about him. The demon dog? Yeah. I wish the rest of the movie was about anything. <laughs> besides besides Ragman. Blue Lightning. Besides Ragman walking around being like, Ooh. moping. Hey, well, because now from here on out, Ragman's like, uh, in the next scene, Ragman's like, uh, like, well, first the jock shows up to Ragman's house and he's like, fuck you, you did this. How the fuck would he ever put that together? Uh, I mean, because whatever. Um, and then and then after that, Ragman like goes up and starts talking to the record player again. And he's like, hey, man, take it easy. Like, you know, like that moment that all of these are tropes. The whole movie's tropes. Yeah. But like they just took all of them and just like. Put him in, not making any sense. And he goes up and he's like, hey, man, like, cut it out. And Sammy's like, nah. <laughs> and then then, <laughs> then he's like, oh, whatever. And then he just goes, Jennifer or Jenny. And he's like, you can't do anything to Jenny. <laughs> and now from this point out, Sammy. This is the villain. <laughs> yes. And Ragman is a hero. Mm. Well, hmm, <laughs> it's a stretch. But Ragman <laughs> is trying to stop Sammy. Yes. He sucks at it, kind of. He's uh, abysmal. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, I mean, we we uh, we just got to move this along. Um, he tries to smash everything. That doesn't stop it. He tries to tell the nerd to go get the tape. Yeah. For, he's like, get it back, because we can't have anyone listen to it. And he's like, and don't play it. Of course, the nerd plays it. And Sammy shows up and is like, because now, now, now the song summons Sammy now. Now Sammy's just like popping out of shit. And first it was like coming out of the speaker, which kind of made sense because that's where the music's coming from. Right. But with the kid that plays the tape, he just like steps out of a cloud of smoke. <laughs> yes. And he's like pulling people from the TV. Yeah. He's killing them. <laughs> just reaches it. Oh, yeah. What? I forgot about that. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. They're watching TV. Yeah, twice. He's just like, hang on. And he like reaches. <laughs> Bulls are out <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. He's like, "Good, oh, that's taken care of." <laughs> it was so weird. Oh my god, that's so weird. Yeah, and, and he caused caused a brain hemorrhage on the the person earlier yeah. when he like swiped the TV. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm gonna put this away. Put this away. Uh, 
yeah, he, he he fucks it all. It's it's so fucking weird. It's so bizarre. And so, it, it's so imagine weird. the people in that live studio audience, right? So it's real fucking weird when that person just disappeared <laughs> and pulled through a fucking TV. So Sammy is now like among the living and can kind of just manifest himself whenever. But he's nice still anthrax reference. But sure. <laughs> but, but the yeah. <laughs> fucking irregular Beavis over here. <laughs> uh, but, um, so Sammy can just manifest himself, but then is still like, uh, "Hey, play this cassette at your at your dance." Or, or I thought he asked him to kill somebody, but <laughs> either or, <laughs> I, I forget. But that's what I, my interpretation was. But then he plays the cassette. He's like, "Just play this cassette." <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't happen either. I may that that would have been a lie if I said he said that. He does not say that. I swear he's like, "You need to kill somebody, or I'm going to kill you." Type of situation. Um. So. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Um, so this this nerd brings that tape to uh, the dance, pops it in, um, and they start playing it. Like, why the DJ would let that play for more than a split second, or at all? Do you? How many DJs just take a cassette? Dude, we asked DJs at your wedding to be like <laughs> play normal songs, and they was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> never heard them. <laughs> Same with my wedding. He did play Rammstein. He yeah. did, which was. I think about that regularly. I'm like, why would he have done that? And not played like the one song I asked him to, which I don't even remember what it was, but it wasn't bad. I don't think. But I was like, yeah, Joe, Joe said he wanted it. I don't know. It was, it was probably, it was better than Rammstein. More Disagree. appropriate. Well, yeah. That's why I said more appropriate. I changed it to more appropriate. When a pit opened up at Joe's wedding, too hot. Rammstein was the weirdest live show I've ever seen in my life. Fucking coming! Oh, I've seen crowd. it. It was fantastic. It was insane. Big fake dick. I'll, I'll tell. I'll tell you more about it after. Um, so his girl Jenny calls him and is like, "Hey, why aren't you at the dance?" <laughs> it's weird. And he's like, "What is that music on in the background?" She's like, "I don't know. Some tape Roger brought." And he's like, "Turn it off. Turn it off." Have we talked about the music in this movie? Not yet. Okay. That's, it, let's that's, just save it for the end. Well, we can save it for the, the scene where he gets to the dance because that was like the best thing ever. That was the best thing ever. And Houdini's playing. Yes. Fucking Houdini. Houdini rocks. I, agreed. Um, what's your favorite Houdini song? <laughs> so at the dance, the band's starting to... The band's about to get ready to play because they have a live band also, not just a DJ. And it looks like a metal band. Um, it is a metal band, I should say. And uh, the guitarist, they, they've stopped playing the tape, so everything's all well and good. And the guitarist, like, <laughs> this is like looking into your gun when it doesn't shoot. <laughs> right? Like, he's like, it's okay, my guitar doesn't work. So he just is looking into the face of the, the speaker. It's a good analogy. He's just like, oh, like, why isn't this working? Like, you wouldn't, like, look at the cables, like, obviously. Stare at the speaker. Just staring at the front of the again. speaker. <laughs> you're like, oh, man. Like, oh. And uh, fucking Sammy comes out and uh, murders him because Sammy's just hanging out in the amp. Then what? And then what, Sammy. What does anybody do when they're. They, what does any demon do when they're finally free? <laughs> fucking rock the house down. Rock the house. <laughs> like, dude, like, that's, again, like. Why is this movie happening? Like, he's the bad guy. Like, 
Dude, all he wants. But, and like the people are like watching. Like you can argue maybe they're under a trance, but they're not. They're not because no, they're, they're like just like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> they're like that guy looks <laughs> like, that guy looks like Sammy. It's like yep. I thought Sammy died. It's like, like, well, I don't know. Like, Sammy <laughs> like they're having conversations. Like they're not in a trance. They are having like open candid conversations. Like is that Sammy? It's like oh, this rock's better than Sammy. All this shit. Um, and Sammy just starts fucking rocking. Dude, this song, I'm going to make, I'm going to, but on Tuesday when this show releases, I'm going to make a petition on that like change.org website to make this the national anthem. <laughs> 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 and it just strip you of internet privileges. <laughs> they might, they might fucking just kick me out of the country. But like, and instead of like, well, I guess you don't for the play, for the national anthem, you don't cover your heart, but you take off your hat. You can leave your hat on now in America when this plays, but you got to. Like hit the side of your leg, like Sammy does <laughs> at the beginning. Dude, could you imagine at a sporting event, like Olympic style sporting event, our country like stepping up and this song is like what fucking plays? Like, okay, now we're gonna sing the American national anthem. And it's like dum, 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 Oh, it's a great song. I, I'm with you. That'd be fucking insane. Sure. We need an update. How does it? I'd rather be raining blood. How does the national anthem go? Dun, dun, dun. I mean, you have to. Right. Oh, say. Wait, wait, what? Oh, our new national anthem? <laughs> no, I was asking for, I was asking No, 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 no. Because you have to pick... Dude, because people aren't going to be down for that. Yes, they are. No, they aren't. No, because you don't know. No, 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 no. You need a middle ground. You need a middle ground. You don't have to listen to a minute and a half of raindrop. You need a... And thunder and lightning. Like, dude, like this, like, it's like, okay, now the American National Anthem. And, like, everyone's just, like, hitting their side of their leg. Dude, we'd be the most intimidating country of all time. Sit <laughs> with all this... bruises on our legs. <laughs> I mean... This episode's gonna get taken down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are, I think they're actively... They are on Spotify, unlike Fieldy's Dreams, so... <laughs> I will not play that. But, uh, dude, dude, dude. I mean, the only thing is we'd have to <laughs> We'd have to change... We'd have to change the name. It can't be called Trick or Treat anymore. <laughs> the national anthem can't be called Trick or Treat. It's just going to have to be called the national anthem. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I'm just pitching what I'm going to put on this change.org website. <laughs> Whatever. Man, that guy that complained on uh, Buddy Disgusting about us not sticking to the topic is going to be real mad this week. <laughs> he's going to be super, he's gonna be super That's what he really? He said, uh, yeah, we're, we, we should take ourselves more seriously. <laughs> so we, uh, we read all your advice and we take it to heart. We take it to heart. <laughs> Triple clap that. <laughs> uh, a regular rag man. <laughs> All right, Sammy is, uh, I don't know, man. Oh, so so Sammy's rocking. Yeah. Playing the greatest song ever recorded. But the lip sync is terrible. The lip sync is so, so bad. bad. He is so theatrical and not metal. <laughs> That's what killed the performance. I mean, because it's not even like, like, like you said, like Motley Crue and stuff. Those guys were all super theatrical, like super yeah. 
animated. Oh, and, King Diamond was theatrical. Yeah, they were I mean, caricatures of themselves and just like having a great time while playing. <laughs> like like Corey Taylor said, like this dude was a dancer. This guy's like figure skating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like triple yeah, apples yeah, and exactly. stuff. Like, it's such finesse moves that you're like, wait, what is this man <laughs> doing? Like, and it wasn't that it looked bad. It was just it didn't fit in. No, it all. doesn't go with the music. Yeah, it doesn't go it's with like, it at all. So it's that that was the, the alarming. Why part. would you just not eat more snakes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because obviously, Joe, he can't bring a snake through the speaker. It's a, it's a living organism. Stupid. Why wouldn't you bring a dead one? I wish somebody was like, yeah, Sammy. The one that he ate. Oh my God. Reanimated. Dead snake. I mean, what is Sammy? Is he a ghost? I don't know. Sammy is uh, rocking out. Um, and then just start shooting people with electric fireballs. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like electricity, but it was fire. And, and, yes. Like, and Lightning. Lightning bolts, <laughs> sure. And the uh, the school is like it's chaos, right? All the yes. people are running and screaming, mm-hmm. and this guy decides it's a good time for a rape. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he confronts Jeannie, and he's like, "You've been hooking." By the way, he already had a girlfriend who got her face melted, so yeah, he wasn't right. even dating this chick. No. And he's like, "Why are you messing around with?" And then all of a sudden, they start calling him by his last name for the first time in the fucking movie. They're like, "Why are you talking to Wegman?" Wait, Ragman Wegman? Is that his name? I guess. Why did they bring that? It's uh, Weinbauer. Weinbauer. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, tomato. Get serious. Get serious, you guys. Uh, so, uh, Roger, um, but Ragman shows up to uh, stop the jock. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so do the police. <laughs> Oh, because one of them gets tased out of his fucking boots. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, actually, and Roger doesn't even save him. Roger's like being a little fucking little baby outside, like crying about what he's done. Like, he's just like, he's not even saving Oh, he's her. totally useless. He's totally, he's like, oh, what have I done? And then fucking Sammy comes in and kills the jock by sticking his... Like he grabs him by the face and then sticks his finger in an outlet or something. Outlet, <laughs> even though he clearly possesses the power of electricity because yeah. he was just shooting lightning at and an entire pulling people through TV. <laughs> Do whatever he wants. Yeah, um, it was weird, and it was really weird. And then Ragman so, is trying to destroy every radio. He's trying like to destroy. Ever. Well, he's trying to destroy the the I think electricity. Is, it, is he trying to destroy the radios? The radios. Yeah. yeah. So he can't come back through it. Weird. weird. <laughs> um, Rogers, Rogers saves the day. Um, but Ragman looks like he's... Is it Ragman that looks like he's dead? No. Ro- oh, Roger. Because Roger. Roger sticks a crowbar oh, yeah, yeah. Roger in the gets, electrical. Yeah, Roger gets zapped and he's on the ground and Ragman's like sobbing. And he's like, he's dead. He's like, oh, actually, like, no, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, which I actually like that scene. Uh, but now the police are chasing Ragman because some kid was like, there he is. And that's all the police based on. They're like, go get him. <laughs> go get him. Like, that is honestly what happens in the cups. They're like, fucking get him. Um, Ragman has enough time, though, to tell the girl the whole story. Um, but they're still like running. They go to the radio station which is like playing the song somehow. 
Sammy jumps out of a fucking window. I, I don't even know what's happening at this point. Like, it's just like, it's just a pursuit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a chase that lasts the last quarter of the movie. Um, they end up back at the radio station um, where Sammy's, like, kind of guarding the tape with magic, like, with fire and shit. Like, just kind of, like, surrounded it. Um, so Ragman just drives a cop car around <laughs> trying to get him to appear by calling him a poser. Yeah. And that works. Because if he appears in the cop car. <laughs> calling him a poser <laughs> is fucking fighting words. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you're a demon, I'd be like, I don't care what you think. I'm going to kill you in like three minutes. <laughs> um, but he gets him in the cop car, which also couldn't Sammy just appear in the fucking front seat? Well, he threw the speaker. Couldn't the he demon the radio dog help? He threw the radio <laughs> in the back seat. <clears throat> he threw the radio. Okay, so so he can only come through radios, but like he's appeared through other. Th- okay, yeah. whatever, man. I don't care. Like, <laughs> fuck this movie. Um, honestly, this, I fuck. The more I'm talking about this movie, the more it's pissing me off. Um, so he appears because this kid is like, "You're a poser, man," and then he's like, "What'd you say?" <laughs> shows up in the backseat yeah. of the car. And, and by then, doing that, he can't protect the radio station. Right. So, so then Leslie the could tape. smash the last remaining copy of right. the tape. And then Ragman drives the car into a river. <laughs> and then yeah. he escapes. And I get... I, that, that's it. And then it ends. So I guess Sammy... Did the water put out the fire of Sammy, Sammy Boskowitz? Yeah. Sammy Kirk? Because, because earlier in the house... <laughs> Earlier in the house when Eddie threw the uh, fucking laundry, the hamper at him, and he fell in the toilet. He got, <laughs> he got like, shocked. Oh, oh my God. I forgot about that scene. I wanted to talk about that scene because it was so stupid. Yeah. Okay. So he's so, yeah, electric. He re- he fire. The water going to take him out. <laughs> I don't think the person that made this knew there was a difference between electricity and fire. <laughs> um, so Ragman and his girl hug. At the river at the river bank and uh they they go to back to the radio station and ragman leaves us with wake up sleepy heads it's party time and why, why does he say that because <laughs> he's so fucking it, metal the whole thing was a dream it was him working at the radio station he's gene simmons <laughs> He's Gene Simmons in her. Directed by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> He's Gene Simmons in Colonial Times. So the music about a modern radio. <laughs> dude, 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 dude. Stop. Wait, he's Nikola Tesla or whatever, whoever invented the radio. The, oh, Tesla did. He invented the coil. Yes. Yeah. Marconi. 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 It's Marconi's uh. dream. <laughs> Uh, the music in this movie, pretty good. Fastway, great. Fastway is awesome. And as you mentioned, the lead singer of Fastway, Fastaway. No, it's Fastway. Is it Fastway? Yeah, it's Fastway. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, it's Fastway, and the lead singer of Fastway is the lead singer of Flogging Molly. Yes. Now, did you know that? No. Yeah. Pretty fucking crazy, right? And uh, Fast Eddie Clark is the guitar player from Motorhead. Oh, really? really? So, Fastway, how do you think that happened? Like, did he come to America? You know, I think his shtick is, you know, I came to America to sing my Irish ditties, but the fact is, 
Kimsing hair metal. Kimsing fucking hair metal. <laughs> it's an interesting thing. It always makes me wonder, like, <clears throat> I don't know. Music's too corporate these days. You know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> sure. Anyway, we got to end this episode. It's too fucking long. Um, so Trick or Treat's a movie. That is it. And um, that's it. <laughs> See you next week, folks. Yep. <laughs> next week, we have Dawn of the Dead, the original. <laughs> we got Paul again next week. So in, uh, enjoy this episode. We appreciate it. This is the fastest wrap up ever. Yeah, we're trying. I feel like, oh, yeah. We haven't done our plugs or anything. Um, (laughs) Everyone just settle down. Settle down. Uh, Our shirts are out, store.ihatehorror.com. We're ending pre-orders on Sunday, so make sure you get your pre-order in, especially if you're uh, outside of the normal range of like medium to like XL, like that middle range. If you're on the outskirts, because we don't order as much of the other sizes, um, that middle range is really where we keep it. Um, so when we do have extras, it's going to be more of those than anything else. Um, so just make sure if you if you are a larger or smaller size, just make sure you uh, get your pre-orders in. Closes Sunday, August 6th, which is Sunday. For those of you listening. So order your shirt. Um, that's store.ihatehorror.com. Uh, best way, though, you can support us is to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Um, <laughs> are you fucking, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. If you do, send me an email, sean at ihatehorror.com, and I'll send you some stickers. Um, yeah, free stickers. And uh, what else do we have to plug? Facebook.com slash ihatehorror, ihatehorror.com. Uh, Thanks to Harley Poe. Yeah, sure. Um, at Joe V421. Yeah, Joe V4. Wait, I'm at I Hate Horror Show. God damn it. I'm on Twitter at I Hate Horror Show, Instagram and Snapchat at I Hate Horror. I'm at Joe V421, Boogdish 1985, and Horror Show Joe. Paul doesn't have an account. Paul's at Bujagi87. Text him. Tweet him. And that's it, man, for this episode. So, guys, thank you all so much. The support's been crazy. You guys are downloading like mad, keeping us up there, beating out those fucking chumps. That I always have to edit out. I always have to edit this shit out. We're beating all the chumps, though, out there, son. So, whooping ass. Really whooping them. I really whooped them good, didn't I? That's a reference to next week's movie. All right, guys. Dawn of the Dead next week. Uh, For Joe and Paul, this is Sean. Adios. Stay weird. Stay weird. (laughs) Thank you. Adios. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. This is so funny. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>